1: Here's what
2: Adrian Rogers says. Uh, This is classic. Only floss the teeth you want to keep. That is classic, isn't it? Only floss the teeth you want to keep. Hello, read the Bible if you want to keep your spirit healthy. That's it. I'm not coming to look at your mouth. I'm not interested in your mouth. I'm interested
0: in your spirit, which I can't see, but I can tell from your face if it's healthy. When you examine your own life, are you satisfied with your spiritual growth and depth? Do you think that you're on an upward path in your relationship with God, or do you feel stagnant? Throughout the Bible, different people talk about their relationship with God. Whether a personal walk or the corporate walk of God's people, God was and is always wanting to be involved in the lives of His creation. Pastor Mark will be teaching you today how to develop that relationship with God you'll be talking about using the tool God gave you, the Bible, how to use it to draw closer to Him. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. we will be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in the book of Mark chapter 6 as he continues his message, Come Apart or Come A-P-A-R-T.
1: You your lessons
2: Listen to verse 105, Psalm 119. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. You see, if I need to know how to go, it's a step at a time. You don't want to get ahead of God and you don't want to get behind God. Your word is a lamp to my feet. I'm going to go this way. And then the light shines. I go three steps, turn to the right. It's not about the right or wrong. It's where I'm going. It directs me. Now, your word, your what? Hello? Say it with me. The Bible. Is the Bible direct our lives? Okay, four of you are with me here. What's the other 95 of you doing? Come on. You got to react. Can I hear it? Does the Bible direct our lives? Praise God. They're alive here. So look at the next one. God speaks primarily through the written word of God. If that's not part of your life, if it's not on your devotion time, who's speaking to you? It's a great danger because many voices in our life, many voices, Satan, other people telling you what to do, me telling myself what to do. So it's the word of God that's doing that in our lives. Now, when you think all that's working, take a look at this. No person can do life right apart from God and his word. You cannot live right. And that means our quiet time needs to become a habit. A habit. Proverbs 8 says it like this. Blessed is the man who listens to me, watching every few weeks. Oh, you're getting it here, way to go. Daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway. Now, I want all of us, I want you to say this out loud to me at the count of three. Here we go. Habit, come on, habit, regular, consistent. That's what it takes. You see, if I'm not regularly, consistently a habit, 15 minutes a day or in the word, however you want to work it. It's not legalistic. Don't go crazy with it. But if you're not there, you will live by speculation, We have the revelation of God right here. You don't want to speculate how to do things. You want to go by what God says in your life. Now, Jesus began, remember in his ministry, one of the first things that happened to him after he was filled with the Spirit, he was led in the wilderness, and Satan came to him and began to tempt him. Look at this word that Jesus speaks, Matthew. It is written, man does not live on bread alone, food, physical food. But on, say it with me, every word. How many words? Every word that comes from the mouth of who? See, that's the Bible. That's the Bible. You see, what Jesus is trying to say is, we need more than physical food for our survival. The bread that we eat to nourish our body is good. It it grows. It helps us. Some, I won't talk about all kinds. You have a new Culver's down here and all of the food they have. I won't talk about all the desserts because you'll just get up and leave. Now, let me just say this. That physical strength that I need in growing comes physically from that kind of food. But I'm not just the body. The real you is body. Soul, it's the mind, your will. It's the mind, your will, and emotions. And then the real part of us Is the spirit. So, what Jesus is trying to say is this yes, of course, we need food. Of course, that's how we live. But it's more than that. Our spirit is the part that relates to God, and that spirit needs to be fed to be healthy spiritually. And so the Bible is the thing that nurtures our spiritual needs in a way that not only benefits like our food does for here, it benefits us eternally. It relates to God. If I neglect the Bible, I will never be spiritually healthy. If you would only eat once a week, how would you be? You eventually will die. You can't live that way. And many Christians don't understand. We're not talking legalistic again, but if we neglect the Bible, we'll never be spiritually healthy. Now, I have a statement that I wrote down many, many years ago. How many of you know when you go to the dentist, you go to the dentist, you're going to have your teeth clean. You go to the dentist and the gal or the guy, whoever is going to clean your teeth, you know, the cement off your teeth and all that stuff. What is one of the questions she asks you when you're in there? How many times do you floss? Now, why would she ask that? Because she's trying to get the stuff off your teeth, is what she's doing. How often do you floss? Am I right? Okay. Well, how often you floss depends on the health of your teeth. Is that right? Exactly right. Here's what Adrian Rogers says. Uh, This is classic. Only floss the teeth you want to keep. That is classic, isn't it? Only floss the teeth you want to keep. Hello. Read the Bible if you want to keep your spirit healthy. That's it. I'm not coming to look at your mouth. I'm not interested in your mouth. I'm interested in your spirit, which I can't see, but I can tell from your face if it's healthy. Amen. Now, that's another sermon. Let me go back. Now, how do you journal? Or is there options? There's so many ways to get that Bible into our spirit. My favorite way is U-Version, Free app. In U-Version, it's been installed 300 million times. And you can just go... And there are so many Bible translations, all kinds of Bible translations. There's all kinds of languages if you don't do that. And by the way, it's good to have like the New King James and the James and the New American Standard and the NIV, you know, or the New Living Translation. It's good to read different ones because you get a kind of a different picture as you're moving through it. And it's, it's fresh to you. Let me just say this. Many of you never, ever look at it. It's just on an iPad or a computer or your smartphone. doesn't matter. When you look at it, there's so many things that they continue to add to it all the time. You can look up a topic. Many people don't understand that. There'll be hundreds and hundreds of topics. Fear, anger, getting married... What about peace? I I recently was reading a whole thing from Charles Stanley on there, uh, on, on, on life with God. Just such a powerful thing, devotions that you can read. And you can do it topically. You can read a book of the Bible through it and see devotions and people talk about it. all those kind of things. One of the things that Linda and I do when we're reading, I'll, I'll use a passage that I'll be studying and we'll just read it. And you can just pop it right here, poop, at the top of it, and it reads it out loud, and it follows the wording in the Bible. It just helps. So that's one way you can do it. Of course, there's devotionals. You can get any of the pastors around uh, of the United States. They just, they have devotions, you can write to your email, and you can look at them. Now, be careful with all the devotions, because you don't want to read just the devotions and read what somebody else said. You need to look at it for yourself. And what is God saying to you? And I'll have more to say about that. But there's all kinds of things. Now, one of the things also that we have is on our website, we have people that write five devotionals a week. They do it every day. On the sermon that either myself or whoever's at the, the campus in Melbourne is teaching. They have a devotion. And it's about this teaching. You will find devotions they write and sometimes when I read their devotions, I go, man, I wish you'd have wrote that for me before. That was great. I missed it. You missed. It's just great. So it's another way to feed yourself with that. Now, how do we ingest the Bible? If I'm supposed to have every word in me, how in the world do I do that? Let me give you three ways. Write them down. Here we go. Number one, we feed ourselves spiritually by reading the Bible. Today, we read all kinds of things. Facebook, Twitter, text messages, emails, websites, all kinds of books, all kinds of magazines. Do you know every year there's a million books that are written in the United States? A million. So we have to be very careful as we're going through this. Life is so complicated, we are drowning in information. What I try to do when I have my devotion, even though I'm doing it on my iPad, I will not go to news emails first. I go to the word of God first. You know why? Because I'll get so sidetracked, I may never get back to the word of God. No, I've never done that. Some of you told me that's what happens to you. (laughs) Yeah, right. Okay? Do you understand what I'm saying? Put God first. Get your mind first. 15 minutes, and then you can go and do all those other things. Now, that's important as you do that. Now, reading in the Bible... Gives us a general understanding of the Bible as you read and you see the principles through the word of God and you see the New Testament and the Old Testament. If you're reading through it, you see it really good. I want to just stop here and give you a caution, but it's still good. Some of you love to read the Bible all the way through every year. Good thing. No problem. You'll read maybe a little bit of Old Testament, a little bit of new. There's all kinds of plans for that. One Proverbs, one psalm, that kind of thing. It's really good great thing. You get an overall great picture. There's a danger if you do that. Or let's say, Pastor Mark, I like to read four chapters every time in my 15 minutes. Okay, that's good. But you're going to hear over and over as I teach. The Bible is not given to us for information. It's for transformation. And unless you ask the Spirit to point one or two points out in all those verses, you'll just have a bunch of information. And it won't eventually ever make any sense to you. You covered it all. And I'll give you an illustration of exactly what Jesus said as we move through that. You'll see it in a minute. So number two, we feed ourselves spiritually by studying the Bible. Look what Jeremiah says. When I discovered your words, I devoured them. There my joy and my heart's delight, for I bear your name, O Lord God of heaven's army. You see, the Bible does have facts and figures and dates and locations and verbs and nouns. That's great. And there's nothing wrong with reading it from cover to cover. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But one day, Jesus made a statement. And this is a danger that you and I might have. He knew the Pharisees knew the Bible, their Bible, Old Testament, mostly first five books. They knew them frontwards, backwards, sideways. They could read it upside down. They could read it while they're eating. They knew it word by word. You know what Jesus said to them? But your hearts are far from God. It was a checkoff list. It was a legalistic list. We studied all day. If you go with the Orthodox Jews today, you know what they do all day? They do nothing but study the Bible. But you watch a lot of their actions, and they haven't learned anything from the Bible. See, that's a danger. So if you're massing this stuff, and there's no stoppage, and you'll see that in the next point, there's no stoppage to stop and think what did I just read? What did God say to me? Well, I don't know, but I, I got all these facts. I can quote it for you. Good. But that is not why God gave us the Bible. Now, biblical knowledge without a personal growing relationship with God is useless. Let me just tell you this very quickly. I think it was 20 to 25 years ago. We had just moved into the Seven day Adventists from the Hilton. We were trying to move. We didn't have building or anything. We rented that church. And I had a man come up to me at the end of the service. And he says, Pastor Mark, I really enjoy your teaching as we're going through the Bible. I said, well, thank you. And then he asked me this, what are you going to do when you finish the last book in the Bible? I said, well, I'm quitting. I said, what what do you mean? He said, well, what are you going to do after we've gone through the books of the Bible? I said, we're going to start again. Because it's alive. It speaks to us. It's fresh. I didn't get everything going through it. For sure, you didn't get everything going through it. I said, the Holy Spirit will point out new truths as we go through. Whether it's topical or verse by verse, it doesn't really matter. And he went, oh, thank you for the explanation. And he left the church. I'm serious. He learned it all. He learned nothing. He he had it all here. What are you going to do when you finish the Bible? Well, I'm going to have the Book of Mormon I'm going to start. <laughs> I mean, just crazy to me. Understand, Peter says this. I won't take time to read it. Peter basically says this. He's talking to people in the church. I want to remind you about these things, what I taught you, what God taught I want to remind you. You know, our memories aren't too good sometimes. You know, if, if you're in a church, I, I did this series 11 years ago. This same series, but God changed it significantly, because it's fresh. It's from Him today. So don't, if you go to church, we've all done this. You've been in church, and they give you the text that they're going to read. Oh, I heard that uh, chapter twenty four times. You know what will happen if you be up, set up. Sometimes God gave you a fresh little thing right there. Ever read a verse and you go, "Where's that verse from?" All of a sudden, it comes alive to you. Amen. That's what happens. So the book is alive. So here's number three. We feed ourselves spiritually by meditating on the Bible. Now, meditation, biblically, spiritually, is very different than meditation with yoga and all that kind of jazz. Meditation means the act of focusing one's thoughts to ponder on, to think on, to read with thoughtfulness, to linger over, and to reflect on God's word. Now, meditation is focusing on a passage or a verse or maybe a part of a chapter or maybe a topic that you're going through in the Bible. We begin to think about it over and over again in our mind, in our heart, and the Spirit of God will begin to shed light on the meaning of the verse and the topic, which helps us to understand it. So where is that going to happen? It's going to happen right here. I'm going through it, and and you're going to practice this with just two verses, not a chapter today, or not even a passage, a message. As you do this, for me to think about it, it has to be what? Quiet. I have to think about it. I have to be quiet. I have to read it again. And then you're going to say to God, what are you trying to say to me here? Why did you stop at this one? What is going to happen here? And so this is where you're doing it. And God is speaking to us already from the word. But you know the one that's going to give you the insight to that is the Holy Spirit. Because he lives with you. He's in you. Remember, he will direct us into all truth. That's the truth. He will bring to our remembrance things. And so you have to be quiet. It doesn't extend your period of time. But you have to be quiet, because now I'm hearing God speak to me directly with application for my own walk with God. See how personal that is? The Bible's filled with these verses. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. Psalm 119, oh, how I love your law. I meditate on it all day long. Psalm 77, I will meditate on your works and consider all your deeds. That doesn't mean you're 24-7 anywhere you go to lunch with somebody. Hey, I'd like to give you 14 verses I learned today. You ready? They will have, you'll be eating lunch alone, basically, from now on. It's not talking weird stuff. It's just meaning when God begins to speak to you, He can bring a verse back to you that you studied that morning or a passage that day. So it quiets our heart, meditation. It enlightens our minds and our hearts. And pretty soon we get to see how great God is. Now, meditation is not just reading, but thinking and asking questions. What is God saying to me through this truth? What is he trying to change in my thinking. So we're going to practice. We're going to practice two verses. This is very simple, but I want you to see what, if you sat down on Monday and you had these two verses in front of you, what would you think God was saying to you? What would it look like? Well, let's take the first one Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21. Your own ears will hear him. Right behind you, a voice will say, this is the way you should go, whether to the right or to the left. So let's just break it down. Your own ears, God says, your own ears. What does that mean? That's my ears, my spiritual ears. It's personal You know, when we meet with God, it's personal. As we're meeting here with thousands of people listening to me, God is speaking to every single one of you. It's personal. I'm just the voice. The Spirit is speaking to you. And so here it is. Your own ears maybe will hear him. Is that what it says? What does it say? Say the word with me. What does will mean? It's going to happen. What is that? It's a promise. From who? Exactly. Not from me. Not from you. Your own ears will hear who? Him. He's speaking right through the word of God. Now, what's he going to say? Right behind you, you will hear a voice. What does it sound like? It's not that kind of voice. Who speaks to us today? The Holy Spirit. He speaks in a spirit voice to our heart and to our spirit. You will hear, uh, right behind you, a voice will say, this is the way you should go. How many times did we need direction in our life? Think of the decisions you're going to make this week. Oh, my goodness. Now, some of them are no-brainers, but some of them we really need help. What are we gonna do? This is the way you should go. That's God's will for my life. That's all you want. That's all I want. God's will is better than my will. I need to hear God speak, and He loves to speak. Remember, the details of our life, He loves directing us. It's not just the big picture, it's the details. Whether to the right, or to the left,
0: wow, that's a verse filled with promise. In today's teaching, Pastor Mark showed you in the Bible, where it talked about the importance of your learning to spend time with God. He talked specifically about the importance of reading and studying scripture on your own, not just at church. You learned how cultivating these habits will give you a more secure foundation to handle the junk the world's going to throw at you. You don't have to wait to hear another message from Lessons for Living. Visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com to access our archive of messages on various topics and books of the Bible. Subscribe to our podcast as well to receive updated teachings as soon as they're made available. We're so glad you joined us today, and we'd love to connect with you. Feel free to contact us with your questions and prayer requests at 866-779-3441. That's 866-779-3441. Next time, Pastor Mark will continue this series called Come Apart or Come A-P-A-R-T. You'll learn about the importance of biblical meditation. Biblical meditation. You'll discover the difference between this type of meditation and the kind the world offers. The benefits of this active meditation will become apparent as you continue learning about studying the Bible and thinking about it throughout the day. Well, that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. From all of the production team here at Lessons for Living, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. And together, let's do life right.
1: In a hurry